Hi, welcome to the latest reflection based on the Bible in One Year reading programme. Thank you for taking the time to tune into this. This reflection takes us up to day 82 in the plan. If you've reached that far, well done. If you haven't, but you're still hanging in there, going slowly, well done too. Or if you're just tuning into this without actually ever really reading the passages, you're also very welcome. I hope you're blessed by what you hear. One link I notice between some of the readings in this section can be summarised by a couple of verses in Numbers 9 on day 79. It's about the Israelite journey through the wilderness and we read, Whenever the cloud lifted above the tent or the tabernacle, the Israelites set out. Whenever the cloud settled, the Israelites set up camp. At the Lord's command, the Israelites set up. And at his command, they set up camp. Then there are a couple of passages in Luke's Gospel in which that sense of being guided or led crops up. In Luke 4, Jesus is led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Then he returns to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Later still in that same chapter, after a long evening bringing healing to the community of Capernaum, at daybreak Jesus goes out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him and came out to where he was and they tried to keep him from leaving them. Well, of course they did. He'd done some amazing thing in their midst. Who wouldn't want him to stay? But Jesus refuses. He responds, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God in the other times also, because that is why I was sent. There must have been such a temptation for Jesus to stay where he was, in Capernaum. He had just come from Nazareth, where he had grown up, only for them to take exception to what Joseph and Mary's son said. They drove him to the bow brow of the hill on which the town was built and tried to throw him off. <laughs> I've occasionally had negative reactions to stuff I've said, but thankfully nobody's ever tried to chuck me off a cliff. At least not yet, anyway. Although it is often that way, it can occasionally be harder to be heard by your own crowd than by people somewhere else. I've been on both sides of that. I've had visiting speakers come and say something I've said for months, only to be treated as if it's some great new insight. And then I've been on the other end of it where I've said something and people went, wow. And the resonant speaker has said, but I've been saying that for months too. It just happens that way. Anyway, Jesus goes to Capernaum and he's greeted much more enthusiastically there. He casts out an unclean spirit from a man's synagogue and then he goes on to Simon's house where he heals Simon's mother-in-law of a fever. And then evening comes and a whole crowd gather round the door and he brings healings to them. And oh, it must have been so tempting to think this is what it's all about. But Jesus has the presence of mind to know that staying is not what God has in mind for him right now. He will be back this way, but for now he has to move on. 
And that earlier reference at the start of the chapter, that's even more challenging because Jesus has just been baptised by John. He's heard the voice from heaven declare, you are my son, I am my love, with you I'm well pleased. And then he's led by the Spirit, not into action or to miracles or to public acclaim, but into the wilderness where he is tested or tempted for a season before the ministry begins. I suspect it's easier to recognise God's guidance or presence in the good seasons than in the bad ones. When things are going well, rather than when we're in the wilderness. We might even think, when we're in the wilderness seasons, have I stepped outside God's plan for me? But that image of Israel in the wilderness journeying towards what God has laid up for them, it's a powerful image of the Christian life. And in truth, we need the wilderness seasons. We need seasons of testing if we are to grow. If we ask God to make us more resilient, Trust me, we will find ourselves in situations where we need resilience. If we want to grow in patience, you will find yourself in situations and around people who test your patience. If you want to become more loving, there's a good chance you will find yourself encountering people who are hard to love. That's just the way life works. But Jesus was in tune. With what God wanted of him. He knew when the Spirit was calling him to move on and when it was calling him to linger. And it wasn't entirely driven by external circumstances, for sometimes his choices seem so counterintuitive. There are conflicting temptations here. When we're in the wilderness seasons, we can want to rush through them, and that's hardly surprising. None of us would choose them. But the lessons we learn there may take time. And when we're in the good seasons, we can want to linger. When really that's not what is right for us. But for Jesus, that knowledge and awareness emerged from something else. It came in those quiet hidden seasons when he's alone with his father. Jesus had the habit of creating space into which God could speak and guide him. He would withdraw to lonely places and pray. It was those seasons away from the crowds and their demands that helped them be what those same crowds needed when they were around him. And it also pointed him towards occasions when the demands of the crowd would start to get in the way of him being what God needed him to be right now. Some of you have been doing the Be Still Lent course. And I was struck by something I heard in one of the sessions there. It wasn't from the Bible. It was from the great boxer Muhammad Ali, who said that the fight is won and lost, in the, not in the ring, but in the six months in the gym, rather than when he's out there dancing under the lights. And for us, the Christian life is worked out in those moments when we are alone with our Heavenly Father, when we are away from others when we create that space 
for God to speak. Or when we don't. Those are the moments that shape us. Ultimately, when the pressure comes on, those times when we've been open to the movement of God or not open to it, will ultimately shape how we react. Those moments are also where we learn to discern the voice of God. And it may not always be obvious. Sometimes it may seem counterintuitive. It will make us want to rush from situations when God wants us to linger. And we may try to linger in times when God wants us to move on. And the Spirit may take us to places we'd rather not go or lead us from places we'd rather stay. But if we are moving or lingering according to the Spirit, that is where we'll find ourselves living in the will of God. I pray that we will become a people who make that space, that hearing God becomes possible. And in doing so, we might discern his will for us. So that we're setting out when he tells us to and lingering when he tells us to and walking in step with Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, it is not always easy to discern what you want for us and from us. Help us commit to those times with you where we can learn to hear your voice and help us to set out at your command and settle at your command so that we might live in closest connection with you, which is the best place for us to be. Amen. Grace and peace be with you.